0: Shut up and sit down. Hey and welcome to the Freya MMA Podcast, where it doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or a championship fighter. Join us in our discussion about the beautiful sport which is mixed martial arts. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Freya MMA Podcast and today we're speaking to Zoran Milic who just done his uh, pro MMA debut at Fight Club Rush 8. Uh, He's a bit of a fan favorite around uh, the Scandinavian area, also in Wales and uh, obviously in his home country of Bosnia. He's a great character, Uh, check out his fights, he's a right like savage and his secret is out now that he can speak perfect English. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is Zoran Milic. Hello, Zoran, how are you?
1: Hello, I'm good. Just finished work and uh, sitting in the car outside my place.
0: You're a busy man, and thank you for the time uh, to talk to us, first of all. Thank you. All right, so uh, we're a few weeks away from your very impressive uh, pro debut at Fight Club Rush 8. How How did you feel about that win, first of all?
1: Ah, great, man. I'm so proud of myself and all the hard work I've been doing. In the... ah, it's, uh, I'm so happy. I can't wait to fight again. And we're already looking for new opponents and uh, new events. And uh, this fucking corona, is, uh, I don't know what. Uh, so it's a little bit, uh, it's a little problem uh, now to find a new match. But uh, I hope uh, we will uh, fight soon again.
0: So I was looking a bit over your amateur career, which uh, was a very extended one. Uh, you was the Swedish champion as well in in amateur MMA. Is there any fighters from your amateur career that you would like to fight as a pro?
1: pro uh, yes, the, 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 there there are many that went uh, pro now, so I would love to fight everybody. Yeah, that. All one. Of them. So uh, why not the two? Uh, how do you say? Uh, get uh, get my record and the fight experience, and they're good guys, so it will be it will be nice to fight them
0: I would like to ask why you've been waiting until now to come out with this amazing english i mean you kept it all a secret from us man,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, man i have i haven't been talking english with uh, i don't know i have i haven't had a chance, but uh, i don't think it's that great i i uh, it's okay. It's,
0: uh I I give it an A plus as as I told you before. Uh
1: thank you. Thank <laughs> you.
0: So we we'll talk a bit about uh that first pro fight. I mean uh round 1 which was a bit of a dangerous one for you and you was caught in a very deep armbar. Um how did you survive that,
1: Jersey? Bah, I didn't give up man. I break it take it to Finland. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I I had a, a little bit of luck. It was like Fifteen seconds left, so it was it was okay.
0: Yeah, I have heard from your coach, uh, Jürgen Hamburg, that uh, you don't tap and you don't give up. Usually, when you do get caught in in the submissions during during training and sparring, you just will scream or kind of just kind of keep it. Is that true?
1: Yes, because I think you get your mind weak if you do the, you get used to tap, and uh, so better don't tap. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm never really sure how much is true with uh, the training stories. Is it also true that you spar sometimes with middleweights like Andreas uh, Bane Gustafsson. Everybody. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Is it no? You don't care about weight difference, there? <laughs> I
1: have never. I don't know. I, I. I don't. In my world, I don't see any difference. I. I think I can beat everybody. <laughs> so it's uh... They're just normal people. I know I'm good and I love to fight with everybody, so...
0: So so going into round two in your pro fight, did you feel a bit of urgency that you had to finish it then?
1: Nah, no. But I knew that the fight will not last all three rounds. uh, But uh, I knew that I would finish sooner or later, but uh, I, I... saw that moment in my, uh, uh, in my mind before it even happened. Sa- same thing with uh, my when I won the Swedish championship. I saw the same moment as uh, so, like weeks before. I'm just going to finish him like that. Uh, so, like, then it happened. And uh, I'm so glad that I have the dep- opportunity to fight with elbows now. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, they're dangerous uh, weapons. So I can cut people open. So it's good. So,
0: what's your thoughts about the elbow situation with Swedish MMA? Do you know why they are a bit like scared of using them?
1: I don't know. I, I think it's uh, really bad. I think we should start. We're pro pro fighters. Why, why can I don't fight? Like uh, I must wait like four, three, four fights until I can throw elbows. That that that's more more. Uh, I think it's stupid mm-hmm. because uh, then I will uh, meet uh, people that are more experienced with elbows than I'm not uh, that good. You know, as uh, I think it's uh, bad.
0: Did you think a lot of, in the lead up to the event about the platform that you had? I mean, the fight was live on UFC Fight Pass. Did you think about that a lot?
1: A uh, man, I, I didn't. Uh... Understand how big it was. Uh, so uh, I don't know how big it is. Uh, today. I don't know how big it is. But uh, it's good that everybody can can see the fights and uh, give us opportunity to to show the people uh, how great Swedish MMAs and the, all the um, fighters from Sweden. That they, they're much, uh, they're great potential potential in uh, Swedish pro fighters.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, one of your training uh, friends, Tobias Jarrillo, also in cage warriors with a great performance. How many killers are going to be coming out of that gym? Could you tell
1: us? I hope more, but uh, until now, I, it's only me and him that went pro from our uh, gym and Andreas and Robin. So uh, I, I hope uh, more guys that are coming training pro, but they must keep up uh, the hard work. Mm-hmm,
0: definitely. I mean, how has the pandemic been for you? I mean, I know that training has been very hard with most of the fighters. Is it the same with you? I mean, I know there are restrictions with how many people could be in the gym and things like that.
1: Uh, no, uh, that's uh, no, nothing much has been changed. Me and Tobias uh, have trained a lot together, so I, I don't need, need anybody. I just need him, me and Tobias can do everything together, so. Uh,
0: speaking about the platform that you had as well, I saw a few videos of, I, I guess they're your home fans. I'm not sure if it was your hometown or your home country. How did home you feel? Country
1: in Bosnia, Herzegovina.
0: What was your feeling from when you saw that?
1: Uh, it was. I was so happy. I, I, looked, uh, I was watching that uh, uh, video and video uh, at work when I was at the toilet. <laughs> Uh, I was scrolling like uh, in my uh, r- r- photos and uh, I saw that video I was, I was so happy man. I, I, when I see my grandfather he was uh, kissing the uh, TV after I won it was ah, I, I just want to start cry- crying and, and I'm so glad that I uh, make them proud and happy so I, this gives me such uh, so much motivation and uh, fire in me so just to keep going and more is coming, so it's uh, it's it's great. It was in my uh, grandfather's uh, restaurant, okay. so everybody, uh, so everybody, my my friends, cousins went there and uh, for support me, and the the whole town uh, was watching us. they are like uh, two thousand people in that. Uh, it's like it's like a village. Mm-hmm. It's very beautiful. I have the photo on my Instagram, so I, I'm so proud that I'm coming. From there, and uh, I went. I came to Sweden when I was 16, so I started one year after I, when I was like 17. I started with uh, Thai boxing, and uh, then uh, after three years MMA. So everybody was, everybody was like, "Ah, quit that. That's not good. That's bad. Uh, it's not that good for you." Fighting uh, people don't like fighting. In my my uh, town, little town. So when I when I get these is. Oh yeah. Everybody, every, everybody thinks it's like tumor or something, <laughs> and, and they think uh, oh, it's very ugly, ugly, down there. Everybody's looks looking at me like, uh, what the fuck? So, but now everybody's proud. So the, it gives me, ah, I'm 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 so proud that that they are proud of me.
0: Yeah, I mean, so,
1: that, um,
0: there there's a lot of uh, fighters coming from that region, should I say, uh, of of countries. So, um, would you say that uh, that MMA is quite big there?
1: Yes, it's getting bigger, bigger, bigger. Uh, in the whole world, man, it's. I think it will take over in, in like, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Uh, like that, it will take over all the sports. Uh,
0: let's hope for this corona stuff to go away, and then you'll be able to fight in your home country. That would be
1: amazing. Uh, we're already looking like Serbia and Croatia now uh maybe in May or something so my manager is looking for fights so i hope i can go uh, down in in, in serbia or Croatia or or bosnia so uh, we're looking for a fight
0: and also uh you've spoke about your instagram there and usually in your stories i see a lot of uh things about food how much weight do you cut to get to your weight class shall i I ask it seems like you're a food lover
1: I love cooking and eating. So uh, I'm uh, now I'm 64 kilograms. I'm always like 63 and a half, 64. So I cut down to 67.2. So it's like maybe seven, like seven kilograms.
0: Uh, that's not that much for for a profiler.
1: Nah, it was it was a e- easy weight cut. It was a easy weight cut. So oh. I look forward for the next one, so just to uh, plan a little better. But
0: uh. yeah, are you looking to maybe fight in more than one weight class, like you've seen other fighters doing?
1: Yeah, but but now I'm young, I'm 24. But when I get a little older, when my body mm-hmm. grows more, when I become a real man, then like in three years, maybe four. So when I was like, maybe I don't, I don't rush.
0: It's kind of crazy to think how young you are with, you know, how much of a savage you seem in the cage. I mean, (laughs) you seem like you know what you're doing there.
1: ah, it's good. It's good. I have a little bit of experience. And just enjoyment. I love what I'm doing. And And
0: just a bit of a side note, I was speaking to uh, Ricky Wright earlier and I was talking about how many, how much fans you have in Wales. Can, Can you talk to us a bit about some experience you've had there?
1: I haven't been there, but I, 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 I it's all because of Ricky. He's, he's posting about me, and I love that guy, man. he's great, and I hope I can fight in Wales and England, everywhere. I want to fight everywhere.
0: Yeah, let's get it done. Uh, as we've seen, a lot of Swedes and Scandinavians going to Cage Warriors. Has that maybe been uh, one of the things on your mind as well?
1: Yeah, why not? I've, I've, that's also a good platform for me to grow and. Uh, I hope soon I can perform o- over there.
0: So, uh, what has... I know it's a bit hard to say right now with the corona and everything, but what is your plan moving forward uh,
1: with your MMA career? I'm, I'm looking for a fight. So, if anybody wants to fight at flyweight, fly I'm ready. And uh, uh, But I, I want to go like five to six pro fights this year, if it's possible. So I'm hungry. I have been off uh, for a little bit, little time. So now I want to get everything back.
0: That sounds like an incredible plan, man.
1: Yeah, I hope it will uh, go that way uh, with the fights. Mm. So.
0: so we usually give uh, this time for our guests to give thanks to any family, friends, uh, sponsors, support or anything like that. So this will be your time to do that now.
1: Th- thank you everybody.
0: <laughs> Keep it short, short and sweet
1: sh- short, short one yeah. okay, thanks everybody for support so uh.
0: all right thank you for your time man.
1: Uh-huh, thank you uh, looking forward to speak with you again. this will bond with a uh, little short I may uh, in a hurry so uh. all right thanks man. Yes, good to see you.